Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in Double Deuce. Somewhere in the 400s, the early 400s, I believe. I'm going to say somewhere around feels a little 403 to me. Maybe oh, slightly higher, slightly higher. 405 Is it 405? There, there you go. Precisely. Yeah. Got it in two. Yeah. Two degrees wow. of separation from the, the number of episodes. There you go. So if you have been, if you've just picked up our podcast and you are slavishly listening to our podcast because you firmly believe that we're the best thing that ever happened to you in your life. Uh, you will have so far listened to about 8,888 minutes of us talking, give or take. Um, probably in, in probably give more. We we generally aren't under. Yeah. That is 148 hours of your mm-hmm. life that you've spent listening. Probably to call it 150. Tonight. I'd say round on up. We had yeah. all them live shows uh, so lo- long. Let us know. Do you feel smarter for having listened to 150 hours of Double Deuce? Probably. Hashtag- so. We did a lot of them for the kids, for science classes and, and other classes. Yeah, we so. talked about some lofty shit on here, like geology, uh, yeah. death doulas, um, mm-hmm. almonds bipolar. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we talked about a lot of things. Uh, this is a like an educational podcast. I don't want to say we should get a grant, but we should get a grant. I mean, yeah. I don't know why we don't have one. Beyond that, I don't think they just kind of give them out. They don't look for you. So that's probably what we've been getting wrong. That's like the first thing they teach you in grant writing school is like they Mm -hmm. don't. You got to write them for you. Yeah. You got to know when to write them, know when to fight them, know when to give a short elevator pitch and know when to babble. That that's what that's the Kenny Rogers original song, which was called the the Granter. I can see why he edited it up because that was that's definitely clunkier. Yeah, well, he was like, I don't know how many of my country he really Hemingway that shit. He really he really pared it down a bit. How many of my country fans work in nonprofits? I'm gonna say it's probably smaller than you think. Yeah, actually, yeah, I bet it's. Right, it's it's right there. I'm calling it even. You're calling it even? I bet it's about um, as many as I expect. Oh, as many as you expect. Okay, that that that's fair. How many do you expect? Like a precise number or a just a yeah, general I want, amount? Like, I want to know what your number. Like a percentage. Well, you have a number. Like yeah. a percentage of country fans that are working. No, for I want a number. I want an actual legitimate number of how many. What number of people in in the United States listen to? See, that's a lot harder. That that that's the kind of math that I feel like is trickier. I think a percentage of of because then like taking into account to like uh, like country fans that are also old enough to to be employable um, for at a nonprofit, and then you're you're going to look at some people they're probably retired. So you got to factor that out. So I'm just going with a percentage of of work age country fans. Okay, okay, uh, that work in nonprofits. What is your percentage then? 
I mean, that's oddly specific considering you wouldn't give me specificity on an actual physical. Well, I don't have, I don't have like, I need, I need more census data in front of me to get you like a precise number. Um, right. But a percentage, right. that well, is, uh, you do that more with the gut than with math. I feel like it's always, I need more census data in front of me with you. Like so many times. I'll well, you're like, asking for, for, for specific down to the individual numbering here. And I got to Like, I don't, I don't even know the precise population of the United States down to the, the individual right now. People are, are being born and dying as we speak. And so the number is fluctuating. Okay. Well, let's count them. There's Matt, there's mm -hmm. Andy, mm -hmm. there's you, there's yep. me, yep. there's Jack, there's my dad, there's my mom, there's your mom, there's. Oh, this is going to go on for a while, guy. Yeah. Um, you want me to do this in my head? So, like. Well, I, I was I was jotting some notes then? down. So, you know, it was. But, uh, but right now I'm up, I'm up to about 15 or 20. People. Yeah. But that's way under because we know we know approximates. But. Yeah. I'll keep counting them. Yeah. In my head. That's why they always round down. Yeah. Uh, but it's 9%. Take that to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. 9%. Yep. Uh, what, what, so what's going on in your world? How, how, how have you been? I feel like it's um, been a week. It's been, I've been, I've been all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did I even do? What did you even do? What did you even do? I mean, not that much. We had the we had Thad's wake this week. That was um, a sad oh, yeah. event. How was that? Uh, it was very very sweet. It was very. Good. It was at Liberty Hall, and I'm not gonna lie, idea like we were doing shitty deal puppet theater at Liberty Hall, so it had a little bit of like Victor nostalgia in there. Yeah, honestly, um, so when I'm like, just oh, at events at Liberty Hall, it's hard not to get a little bit of Victor nostalgia. But doing a like a Victor bit <laughs> would would really crank yeah. up the the dials on that. Yeah, like just being um, in a wedding I, where they invite you downstairs for a little while. It's just like I don't know why I need to be invited downstairs. I feel like I've spent enough time down here that that I should be. My name should just be on the list. Um, they've really like upscaled the downstairs. We went down there, really. And, like they, yeah, like it wasn't the nasty old refrigerator anymore. They got like a a nice new fridge, like two really nice couches, not like holy crappy like student ghetto couches pieces of crap like two nice leather couches and a fan Whoa. and i mean it was like it was practically like they had like parmesan cheese packets on the table and like sugar and cream for when people needed coffee i mean it's it's nice how about how about going into the into more like the the you know the big room in there oh yeah i didn't go in the big room i just stayed in kind of the green room area yeah but I don't think you can make that big room look any nicer. Like that room is. I think you could certainly, but you'd have to put some work into it. I mean, clearly no work's gone into it in decades. So I think, I think it's got, it's got decent bones yet still on it maybe, but, uh, but yeah. 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 I mean, it was comfortable um, for our needs with our with our massive amount of people that needed to stretch out and take over that entire basement. 
it, 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 it's a it's a magical space that space that and, big room you know, i remember like, figuring out like at a certain point like as opposed to crowding into a tiny corner up like backstage i can just take my business to the big room and it's like a spacious yeah. it's like it's like you're you're it's like you're a leading man with a leading man dressing room because you got space for days it's true it's true and uh and and i have to say it it it's a uh, it, it felt good it felt good uh you know thad that was such an important part of liberty hall like, oh, yeah. as, a, as a as a bartender there uh it was really great to see i was only there for the last sort of three hours the thing went from two to nine which is pretty amazing that it was just such an all-day event and uh, we got there about six and there i would say there were 30 or 40 people there mm -hmm. uh maybe like 60 or 70 throughout the course of the evening people kind of came and went and uh it was it was uh you know it was on again off again but it was a real nice crowd and i was a little concerned because like we haven't really done a funeral with our puppet show before it was you know kind of our first funeral puppet show and i'm like well how's this gonna go over because it was based on the thad benefit show where mm -hmm. remember he fell down off the porch yeah he kind of jumped off the porch and broke his bones and that's how he first realized he had brittle bone syndrome and so it was pretty like it was pretty scathing like the whole one of the whole running gags is he keeps falling down and like breaking his bones and so mm -hmm. i'm like throwing tic tacs out into the crowd um does he fight bruce so willis like, in the end uh he actually i ended it with him him like fighting a 2 a.m drunken burrito from burrito king which was played by bruce willis uh, I wish, I wish we could have gotten Bruce. It was too late to, to to ask. Did you at least like make it so like the aluminum wrapping looked like a tattered poncho? Y yes, yes. Cool. Yeah, no, no, we didn't. I didn't do that. Well, you should let me take a pass at it. All right. Well, from now on, all the all the next other time you're doing a puppet show for a funeral, let me take a pass at it. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> a really smart idea. But, uh -huh. you know, I, I threw in a little moment of earnestness because I'm like, even with shitty deal, like, you got to take that moment where you're like, yeah, let's just all acknowledge that this fucking sucks. Yeah. And so that's what it was. I basically, Mr. Doper said, let's just all acknowledge that this fucking sucks. Uh, and we did. And it was a nice cathartic moment. And then we had Fed fight a burrito and die, but he killed the burrito at the same time. So it was not like a total loss. It's like the whole Vin Diesel rock thing. Like, neither one of them can lose the battle mm -hmm. so like so they both they have fight? to lose in a way yeah yeah in a way in, th in this both that and the burrito are the ultimate losers but also the ultimate winners yeah it feels Which it feels, feels like it feels like beowulf like dying taking out that dragon you know just like, yeah. like one more grand yeah. sacrifice after a lifetime of service I was thinking a lot about Beowulf as I wrote it. Yeah, I'm. Well, I mean yeah. the the clearly the the influence is obvious. Yeah, yeah. I I went with a a holy classic uh, feel, um, and uh, yeah, I really wanted it to resonate with uh, with sort of graduate students in comparative literature. Yeah, yeah. How they like uh, it? I think I I, think I achieved it. Well, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Kitty got uh, uh, or sorry, Karate. Our friend Karate got uh, 
got nice and drunk doing doing the show. Nice. Um, which is always important. It's never a good puppet show in, until no. I mean, you uh, gotta Friday. again, just because it's a funeral, you still gotta give them what they what they want. Oh, here was a funny thing. So one of the puppets, the sister Agatha, is kind of a, a plasticky like polyurethane puppet. Um, and it has gotten kind of old and worn from just time, right? And the plastic breaking down. And so last night when Kitty put her hands in it to make it talk, the her fingers actually went through the puppet's mouth and sort of chest area, like some horrifying like version oh, of, of alien. Uh and and she was talking with her fingers sticking out of the mouth and and the bosoms of 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 this nun puppet. Uh and it was very uh funny and also very, very, very disturbing. And there was a little kid there too. And I, I hope that kid <laughs> is not super fucking traumatized i mean i feel like the the whole puppet show probably would have been a lot for him to handle but that probably would have been like the the crisis point yeah yeah i i i did want to let people know that it's not for kids but honestly if you can't if you can't tell that a show that's called shitty deal is not mm-hmm. for kids i think that that's on you right i feel like that was, that was always the good thing about the name was it always implied a certain like look we're not holding anything back here right and and we're not going to give you something that, that you don't know what it is like this is going to be shitty like if, if you bring your child to watch this puppet show don't be surprised if it becomes his joker origin yeah yeah I, you know that has always been my goal in life is to be somebody's joker origin story you know in general or through puppetry specifically I mean both. There's not a lot of great like puppeteer heroes. It's, it's like, like it's like a two tier achievement thing of like in generally, but then once you get the general, it's like can you do it? Like you also got to do it through puppetry if if that first one didn't because there's a lot of stuff you can do to be someone's Joker origin. I think puppetry is a specific yeah. but but noble attempt. Yeah, yeah, and 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 yeah, and, and there's like like the number of like. Okay, if you think about movies featuring puppeteering heroes, you've got like the Mister Rogers movie, and being John Malkovich. Uh, 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 as far as I remember, those are the only two movies in the history of movies. Oh, and Magic, but that's not really a a positive story. I mean, that's about an insane dummy. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know if I'd throw that one into like positives, but like being John Malkovich, John Cusack is a puppeteer, and he's whimsical and. And I think he's a good positive role model for puppeteering. And is he entirely in that movie? I mean, you know, he's he's just trying to get by like we all are. Uh, yeah, like, I just feel like he makes choices throughout the course of it that don't necessarily paint him in the most heroic light. Well, look, man, I don't have a lot of material to work with in the puppeteers as heroes. Rally, no, so I, and I'm could... just saying that maybe like there's there's a complete dearth of examples, and what we're right. what we're saying here is that we we need it. Yeah, yeah. Would so you say because like I... Geppetto's not a big enough part of that movie when you get right down to it to be like a hero character. Well, and Geppetto's, I mean, I think it's important that we make a real strong distinction between puppeteers and puppet makers. Like, Geppetto is a puppet maker, 
That guy is not a puppeteer. He lacks a natural charisma it's that I true. think a puppeteer absolutely has to have because a puppeteer is everything. They're a they're a dancer. They're a, they're a, a, a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a, they're an actor. They're a, they're a bitch. They're a liar. They're a child. They're a mother. They're a sinner. They're a saint. They do not feel ashamed, Nelson. They're your hope. They're your dream. They're nothing in between. I mean, you really, you wouldn't want it any other way. I wish Alanis Morissette had been a puppeteer because she really wrote a great song about puppeteering. Well, she didn't write that song. (laughs) Did she not? No. Oh. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It was Meredith something sang that song. I think she wrote it. I thought it was an Alanis Morissette song. No. Well, I'm fucking sad today. Why? Well, Thad died and Alanis Morissette didn't write, I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother. I mean, she still had had a no like a a, a, a varied and, and deep discography, I feel like. You can still be. You, you, it, it takes nothing from her. She has plenty. It takes take something from me, though. Well, maybe, maybe you, you put too much don't into. You, don't say deal with it. Don't you say deal with it. No, I'm. I'm not going to say it. But listeners, a pair of sunglasses just dropped into frame on the Zoom. But you can't you see. Son of a bitch. This is uh this is just taking a turn. This is taking a turn. This four hundred fifth. I mean, deal with it about the Alanis Morissette thing, not about that. That's oh yeah, that's a real tragedy. I'm up to I'm up to seventy eight. By the way, in case you were wondering, uh, Americans. Okay. Because I was just thinking about Louis Copped and Nate Copped and Phyllis Copped and. Are you are you into the C's? Are you starting to alphabetize, or did you just get on a cop run? No, I was just like they. I was thinking about we were talking Going about kind of family about, to family. Alanis Morissette, and they live in um, they live in in a Boulder, and and Alanis Morissette, um, like like she was in uh, the you can't do that on television, and like a, a big phrase from that time was an over the shoulder Boulder holder for a bra. And so I thought, oh, I went from Milanus Morissette to over his shoulder Boulder Holder to Boulder, Colorado to Nate Cop. So that's that's sort of how that worked out. That was a that was a real uh, that was a real deep uh, deep plunge to get to there. I want to be transparent in my methodology. I'm surprised that you didn't have one of those things like any of those earlier things spark uh, a person to start counting before getting all the way to Boulder. Well, I, I mean, I am sort of distracted talking to you at the same time. I mean, this is not an ideal process. This is your taking what, notes for the the show. It's what we've we've got to work with, basically. Yeah, yeah. The way I get Four distracted taking notes sometimes. You're counting. I was people. trying to figure out how to get AI to take notes for us, but I haven't quite worked that out yet. AI also tends to be a fucking liar sometimes. 
yeah. and just make absolute false statements. So I'm not sure that I trust it to take notes. Yeah, it's also, I mean, you're asking it to determine to do something it's not capable of doing, which is determining which of the, like, what to write down just as a quick list uh, of bits as opposed to just, like, yeah. dictating a, an entire thing. Yeah. yeah. You it, 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 it has no thing. actual, like, ability to appreciate what it's what it's consuming and and to, like, decide what's important there. It's a it's a bitch. It's a lover. Yeah. It's a child. It's a mother. You sure that's not Alana's set? I'm a hundred percent positive. If she wrote it, she didn't sing it. Okay. Okay. It was Meredith something. I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, if you know the answer, audience. Uh, please let us know. Hashtag uh, DD. I- I'm I'm a bitch. Uh, and then then whoever's name it is. Um, really help help us out with this one because it. I am consternated right now. I I have n- very rarely been this consternated. I don't know. This looks about an average consternation, listeners. If you take it all Man. into account, the hair and the glasses and the posture. Oh shit, we gotta have we gotta talk about my hair, but maybe not because we're almost out of time here. But no, I, I had a, I it's had another not, wild it won't trip. be well, well forgotten by next time. The people want to know about your hair. I went to Douglas, my conspiracy theory uh, grooming guy, and asked him to go short with it, and he shaved it so short. I have never had it this short in the sides and the back. It's short enough that when I put my head against, uh, like the 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 head of the bed, I can feel the hairs move up and down. It's super short, and I don't like it not one little bit. Uh, I feel like he's he's grooming me because the haircut he gave me is, is the exact same haircut he has himself. I feel like he's trying to make me into him. It's the reverse single white female and I'm terrified about it. It's a little, it, it's that it is that haircut. That's a little bit of the, like, uh, uh, you're it's, it's, it's late in, in world war two. And so like you got shit. So buzzed down on the side, you like, you've got, some hair kind of up here but not very much around this the sides yeah yeah it also looks look. exactly like my son's haircut and and he's seven and i'm like i, I yeah. want a grown-up haircut i don't want a, a a little kid haircut now douglas has never missed with the hair before so i'm willing to let this one go as sort of an anomaly but when they ask you how you did you, you did ask to go to go short on it i mean i did i guess the the my my advice listeners is how does it turn uh, turn your head to the side okay there you okay go. yeah and the back is is just as short it's it's, so it's, so it's, it's like a pretty it's a pretty had. like gradual like rise up from back to front yeah he i mean the man is a master but mm-hmm. uh the lines are like, clean yeah that's yeah, what I'm on saying. This, on this day, he's kind of a master of evil. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, also, 
join the Patreon. Uh, we just dropped a really great uh, Patreon uh, for all the Patreon Patreoners to Patreon with. Uh, you should Patreon. You should. And by just, you might mean in a couple of days. Or if you mean the thing we recorded before this. Yeah, like it'll drop in a couple of days. And when I say yeah. just dropped, I this mean, will dro- this will drop ever... before it certainly. Yeah, but here's the thing: you've got mm-hmm. if you want to get something in a few days that's going to make you feel good, like yeah. a little tickle in your ear from God. It's yep. us. Join the Patreon if you want that God tickle. Oh my God! Can we please call this? And while, and while you're God waiting, I, there's there's tons of stuff on there. Quite frankly, what was that about? God tickle particle. I said we should name this episode the God Tickle, and then I said the God Tickle Particle, and that made me laugh. I don't know why. I feel like because it sounds like the book that we used to sell at Borders. Like we would sell something called the God Tickle Particle, and it'd be on the bestseller list, and it'd be some fucking asshole from Dartmouth or some shit, like astrophysicist with the common touch explaining something like my sandwich is blah, 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 God, God, God Tickle Particle. You know how those people talk, listeners. You know how they talk. You've met them on the bus. Yep. That's all I have to say today. Okay. I feel like that we adequately covered the subject of your hair. That was hair corner. Well, about time we hit the old dusty trail, I guess. Double deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook, and our email is doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash doubledeucepod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. When you're like, wherever five podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> double deuce. Good episode.